We are on week two of the series on cracks. Based on the premises that one, stress such as we've been experiencing this past year reveals cracks in our relationships. And two, that we should repair these cracks before they become canyons. One of the cracks that has likely come out for you is conflict. Now, conflict itself is not bad or destructive, nor is it an indicator that your relationship is weak. How you do conflict is the important and telling factor, as you just saw in the previous video. Now, what do you do when you have conflict with your spouse, a friend, or a coworker? Do you ignore it by avoiding the issue or by running away? Do you patch it up? by giving in or by apologizing but not really meaning it? Or do you repair it by doing the hard work of understanding and compromising? Now, I'm rarely surprised when a mild-mannered couple uh, sits in my therapy office and they tell me that their arguments escalate and turn into outright dirty fights. But I'm always surprised when a couple who both profess to be uh, followers of Jesus Christ tell me that when they have arguments, there's cussing, name calling, threats, screaming, and even violence. For some reason, couples get into heated arguments and they give themselves permission to say and do whatever they feel like as though being upset gives them the right to be mean and destructive with their words. The Bible has a lot to say about conflict, and it addresses issues such as anger, quarreling, fighting, and disunity. Today, we're going to focus on the book of James and see what he wrote to the first century believers. In James 3, verse 5 through 11, we read, Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind. But no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? James does not make any allowance for speaking however we want. Instead, he says we must control our tongue because it is a restless evil full of deadly poison. Now he points out that while humans have been able to tame all kinds of animals, we are unable to tame our tongue. Yes, the tongue may be a small thing, but it is like that little spark that can set thousands of acres of forest and brush on fire. It is small, but it can ruin your whole body 
and bring destruction to your entire life. James then declares that when we praise God, we contradict ourselves when we use that same tongue to curse people. Why? Because our words reveal what is really in our hearts. And if we can spew evil and cursing, then our praises of God cannot be authentic. In fact, James first declared earlier in chapter 1, verse 26, that those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves and their religion is worthless. The words we use reveal not only our hearts, but also our faith or lack thereof. That should give us a wake-up call. What does all this look like in a relationship? Well, few authors have captured this better than the researcher John Gottman. He has studied thousands of couples and can predict with more than 90% accuracy which couples will divorce. Gottman identified four horsemen of the apocalypse, as he called them, borrowed from the imagery of the book of Revelation because these four behaviors that couples use in conflict resolution usually lead to the apocalypse or the end of the relationship. The four horsemen are, one, criticism, which is where verbally attacking your partner's personality or their character instead of complaining about the behavior or situation. Two is contempt, which is attacking your partner's sense of self-worth. You may be disrespectful, mocking, sarcastic, calling them names, or rolling your eyes. Now, contempt is found to be the greatest predictor of divorce. Third is defensiveness, making yourself the victim and then blaming your partner in order to defend against a perceived attack. And fourth is stonewalling. This is where you withdraw to avoid conflict and you uh, convey disapproval. You may walk away, give the cold shoulder, or refuse to talk. I highly recommend Gottman's book entitled Why Marriages Succeed or Fail, which contains self-assessments to help you uh, assess for criticism, contempt, defensiveness, and stonewalling in your own relationship. Now, in all of this, there is hope. God has a repair plan for our unruly tongues and evil hearts. And James tells it in chapter 4, verse 6 through 10. We read, But he gives us more grace. That is why scripture says, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. Your tongue may be the unbridled and evil that spews words. And you may have burned other people, those people that you love, but the crack and even the canyon 
can be repaired. If you will turn to God, humble yourself before him, and grieve over your sin, repent and turn away from the use of evil words, and submit to God, then he will give you grace, he will forgive you, he will empower you to control your tongue and lift up, lift you up from the ashes. Imagine what your relationship will be like when conflict is handled with humility, submission, and self-control. Instead of a battle between enemies, conflict can result in greater understanding, partnership, and the living out of your faith.